Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama by way of little old Glassboro. You know it right here on BlacksitRadio.com. What up? How y'all doing? How you feel, baby? Listen, your girl is back from Egypt, and I'm still tripping. I tell you, I have never experienced a jet lag situation like this ever, never, ever in my life. You understand? It's like um, I'm still, uh, I'm still sleepy. I can't stay awake all day. There hasn't been a lot of sunshine in um, Panama because the rain has been a little bit more prevalent lately and so it's just been i've been having a little bit of hard time getting it together but praise be to god i haven't had to go anywhere so um you know i can work from home i don't have to go in the office and so i'm just grateful for all that if i need to take a nap i can take a nap but anyway that was an amazing trip and i am going to be telling you more about it however comma I ain't got time to sit and chit and chit chat with y'all today. I don't. I really don't. Because there's some very important things happening in Panama right now. And, you know, there's just a lot of information. You got information. You got disinformation. You got misinformation. A whole lot of stuff flying around. And let me just remind y'all again that when you click on those YouTube videos that say, oh my God, Panama's falling off the face of the earth or something like that, people get paid for that. Stop, stop. Look for reliable sources. And if the story just looks too um, sensationalized, it probably is, okay? So, you know, at the end of the day, I am grateful, very grateful to have resources and um, connections that I trust here in these streets out here in Panama, okay? And one of my biggest allies is Tio Jolly, who is the amazing tour professional that you see on every Black Expats in Panama cultural relocation tour. And for some of you who have come and taken private tours as well um, with him. But Tio is a historian. Tio makes it his business to keep up with um, current events in addition to being like highly educated and um, knowledgeable about the history and culture of Panama. And so I spoke to Tio and I said, look, Tio, you know, these mining protests are um, significant. We know that something very important and big is happening. And we need to understand the history behind it. Um, you know, what should we expect going forward? How is this different from other protests that we've had? And bang, bang, T.O. sat down with us. Uh, we did a chat um, for the Black expats in Panama and, and others who just want the unbiased truth about what's happening and unbiased and unsensationalized truth about what's happening here in Panama. And I got that for you today. So, you know, sit down, relax your mind, and get ready for an amazing Panama his history lesson right now. You're going to absolutely be so blessed by the information that Tio has shared with us. And so without further ado, you know how we do this. I'm going to get him on the line and um, I'll be 
talking to you guys at the on the on the other side. Okay, so listen, thank you so much for your support. Um, thank you for listening. You know, we are almost at two year mark um, for um, be for broadcasting on Black Set Radio. Can you believe it? Two years. But anyway, listen, we're going to get to our serious conversation. You're going to love it. You're going to be blessed by it. Um, stay right there. I'll be right back. This is your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Little Low Glassboro, New Jersey, right here, baby, on BlackSetRadio.com. I'll be right back with T.O. Jolly, Teophilus Jolly. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, coming to remind you about our amazing Beat Cultural Relocation Tour. Yes, dates are available for 2024. You don't want to miss this amazing experience. Check out our YouTube channel. See the um, testimonies that people have given about this tour. It is life-changing. For more information, call 540-446-446. 5107 or you can reach me at charlotte at blackexpatsinpanama.net I love you I love you I love you and there's nothing you can do about it really love having you on my team I do you know how much I love you you just the you just the you just the best ever okay <laughs> so I wanted to bring you on and first off, I just want you to introduce yourself to um, to the peoples and tell them who you are and what you're working with. Mr. <laughs> Dolly, everybody. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, for those who know me, hi. Happy to know that you're connected with us. For those who don't, my name is Teopolis Jolly, and I am a tour guide and promoter of Panamanian history and culture. Uh, over 20 years of experience working in Panama. And uh, basically from day number two, <laughs> working with Charlotte Van Horn with this beautiful project, Black Expat Panama, um, having the opportunity to speak to our people about the benefits of considering this beautiful country as a place for you all to live or to share more time um thank you so much charlotte to give us the opportunity to explain to people a little bit of the situation that the country is going through definitely that um nobody wanted to go to places where it seems to be a complicated place to live i mean you you don't choose to move because of that but um every country have situations in particular where um, we need to be to be unite, okay? And in the case of my little country in our history, okay, you have few moments where we unite like this and big changes happens. Big, big changes happen. So um, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to, to share with you a little bit of this. Uh, it's it's very it's very important 
Um, so, and you know, and I was just thinking about it too. The last time that we came on, remember the last big protest? I think it was July 2022, Tio. Yeah. A lot of people were very, very helped by that because sometimes we just kind of like confused. People see all kinds of stuff coming across the their timelines. Some of it's true and some of it's not. You know, so a lot of it is um, sensationalism. A lot of times, you know, there's a lot more peaceful things going on than disruptive things. And I always like to remind people that YouTube is a moneymaker. Okay, so every time somebody clicks on your video, you know, that's a payday. That's a that that goes towards the pay that YouTube is going to pay you. So you got to be kind of um, you know, discriminative, if that's a word on the things that you click on, because not everybody is giving you good information. They just want you to click on their story. And if it looks sensationalistic, if it looks like, oh my God, the airports are shutting down, Panama's about to fall off the face of the earth, everybody's gonna click on that. So somebody else is gonna get paid and hysteria starts. So if you could just tell us, give us a brief overview. I think you, you already told us about, you know, when Panamanians have to get together and protest, and you, you always tell us this on the tour, you know, it just takes, you know, small voices make big changes. Okay. So I think that a lot of us ab absolutely respect that, but just kind of, could you give us an overview of what's happening now? First of all, you have to remember that Latin America have a spirit of rebel. Okay. You know, um, Latin America have a spirit of, uh, getting together to fight against um, oppression. Sometimes this oppression comes from foreigner countries or organizations, and sometimes it comes from your, from internal, from your own people, but we always rebel. Um, I don't think Panama is in the point, uh, like for example, what recently happened in Guatemala, where they run in, the people protest and run in and burn down part of the presidential palace. Mm -hmm. I don't think Panama is in the situation of Sri Lanka where they recently did the same thing, running into the palace, burn it down. Uh, no, I don't think we are in that momentum, no way. Um, I think that Panama is in the moment to show our politicians that they don't have control of the country. The people have control of the, of the country. We have the last world. Even as we allow them to do we allow them to act in our name. When things like this get together is when we really react. It happens that in the 90s, we signed um, uh, a mining contract. We open in mining as a opportunity for the economy, something that we didn't consider before in 1990. What year was that, T.O.? 1997. Okay. 1997, we decided that that mining could be an option in, in, our, in our economy. Even a few years before this, 1991, we was already exploring the way to do it. We started uh, 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 offer a certain uh, amount of license, but nothing happens. You know, mm -hmm. um, some people see it as, an, as, a, as a future, something that could happen, something that we could do. But at the same time, we was in the middle of a situation with the Panama Canal. And the main, main demand for us during the 80s 
It was creating the conditions to receive the canal from the United States with any a situation that could compromise us receiving the canal. Right. And why we say this? Because the environment, you know, the Panama Canal needs water, is the main, main, main resource of the canal. So everything that sounds like forest, jungle, was something to preserve. Mm. So even that we was talking about mining was something that we will never start to do because we know that those things go against environment. Right. Um, well, yes, just like that, nothing happens. Uh, after the year 2000, um, we started to have a little mining going on with a company named Petakia Gold. Um, and what were they mining out. for? Oh, gold, mainly gold. Oh, okay. But they, they told you copper mm -hmm. because it have less value than gold. But everybody know whenever you have copper, you have gold. So mm -hmm. um, simply they, everybody say, oh, no, we're looking for copper. Mm -hmm. um, but they take it out gold. Wow. So this company, um, uh, the owner of this company was a former governor of Cocle, just for you to understand. Mm -hmm. uh, for those who have traveled to Coronado with us, Cocle is the town that is um, 35, 40 minutes away from uh, Coronado. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Cocle is a beautiful country, uh, uh, province. Uh, she have, we could say that 60 to 80% of the economy of Coquelet runs around agriculture, okay. you know, uh, sugar cane plantations, uh, cows and orange, produ uh, production of orange is a nice province. Anyway, uh, the first contract didn't go so well. This guy controlled um, this, this contract, which he sell. To wow. this new company um, in $60 million. Wow. He was accused of money laundering and certain amount of things. He spent some time in prison. And don't ask me how he find a way with his attorneys to leave from Panama. So he leaves now. Okay. The thing is that you have a mega corporation named Black Rock. It may be familiar for you all because Black Rock, they say, is the group that control uh, the primary companies around the world and the biggest bank around the world. Anything okay. that it's being written with nine digits, these guys are involved in it. This is the group that end up buying this contract from this first uh, owner. Um, at that moment, Panama didn't know what the mining looked like. Mm. We know that it exists. We know that there is a company getting out mine, but we don't see anything. Mm. We don't hear about anything because he it wasn't being producing this amount of gold. He just transferred well, the company. Yeah. Well, these guys now, they came into business and in 2012, they started brain equipment. They built a port mm -hmm. because they decided to take out the material by ship. Uh, in first order, they say they take, you know, copper. So since 2012, they started to work. Well, we decide to explore the contract and we believe that the contract wasn't fair. At that moment, it says that Panama will receive 
only 2%. Mm. That was just $35 million a year. Mm. So we uh, introduced a claim into the Supreme Court in 2015, 2016, 2017. And the court um, pronounced herself and says that the contract was unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. The company appealed. And during the appeal time, it takes maybe, what, eight years more? <laughs> they try to delay this or what they can't. And the Supreme Court, one more time, they say that the contract was unconstitutional. Okay. This was now 2019. Mm -hmm. So um, now that... Uh, the That's two times. Two times. Two times. So now that this government, this president find this situation, uh, he think or he thought, hey, you know what? These guys are just giving 2% and they're already here. Unless we try to get something more for Panama, okay? Um, because it's a good company, it's a good business, yada, yada. So they thought that they was doing something smart and they finally get the company to give 10% more, 12%. Okay. The situation with this is that that 12% will be equivalent of 350 to $390 million a year. During the 2000, uh, 2021 and 2022, that the government was trying to renegotiate and to set up this contract with more benefit for Panama, the company hold up the contributions that they should give to Panama. Okay. So part of the negotiation is that at the moment when we present you the new contract, you will pay us this new percentage. The, the additional 10%. Yeah, from 2021. Okay. So that is something around 750 to $800 million. Okay. The problem is that the new contracts start to mention certain things that we haven't heard before. The Panama Canal contract was signed in 1904. Okay. It says that the company will have the privilege to take over any land that they consider necessary for their activity. The yeah. last time we hear this, was when the U.S. was taking over the Panama Canal. The exactly. Fed. The new contract says that they have control of land, ocean, and air space. That means that we was not even able to fly over to see what the mine looks like from air. Again, the last time we hear this type of uh, agreement was with the Panama Canal. What? So we say, hell no. We fight in the streets to make the United States leave Panama in a military way. And now you all doing the same thing with this company. So in the last months, we start to see image of what going on in um, uh, Minera Panama. People, if you haven't seen what it looks like, I am sure that we all have a quite idea what an open mind looked like is a huge hole that have what 200 uh, 1000 5000 
uh, uh, acres squared, a huge hole going down in stairs, and they just keep taking out materials, and you don't see how that hole could be covered. See, at the same time, the type of chemicals that they use to take out the copper, the gold, uh, uh, the silver, um, when they wash it off, all of that water, it's going to the rivers, contaminating the rivers. Then we start to hear reports of people who lives around the mining that the rivers, they stop seeing fish in some of the rivers, that they stop seeing birds feeding from the rivers. So they start to believe that was contamination going on. But we can't get close because the contract says that you can't go close to this um, company area that they have control. So um, they, there was a lot of situation that make the people start to think that the contract wasn't okay on the side of Panama. Ooh, that's a lot. Oh, yes, it's a lot. In Panama, we have a, a union of the workers of construction. They named Sundrax. Maybe some of you all moving around. Yes. That's correct. Okay. Maybe you could identify them because when they protesting, they use a red flag. Okay. And mm -hmm. this red flag says Sundrak. This is okay. the construction union in Panama. Uh, these guys have, uh, you could say, 30 years mostly of being, you know, active part of any decision that they take related to a laborers condition, mostly in construction. But every two years, the government um, go over the minimum wage of salary in Panama. So they open up a negotiation table. And this, this union always have a very energetic position, okay, on this table. Mm -hmm. They always demanding to get the highest percentage for the minimum wage for all the Panamanians. And they have clear that our constitution allow Panamanians to protest. Yes. So when you, a, say, when you say, are you saying that they try to get more money for Panamanians or they're trying to get more money for themselves? No, they try to get more money for all workers in Panama. Okay, that's so every the union, two years. they're a union that's representing the people. There you go. They basically represent construction, but when it comes to the negotiation yes. for the minimum wage of salary, you have different organizations, but their one, okay, is the strong one, is the big one. Mm -hmm. So basically they control the tune of the negotiation. The thing is, that some people doesn't like them because they have one way to put pressure to the government and that way is black the roads. Protest. Yeah. yeah. Normally they do it for 30 minutes in the morning. They do it in midday. They do a, a 30 minutes midday. They do a 30 minutes in the evening and that is chaos in the entire country. Yes. So people doesn't like them because they believe, hey, I got to work, I have things to do, and these guys are protesting. 
But they always say we are not protesting to hurt Panamanians. We're protesting to call the attention of the businessman, the man, the guy who controlled the money, yeah. that he need us. Yes. He need us. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of the, the participants of the protest. The other one that the government don't want them to get involved into this discussion is the native indigenous groups. Okay. When we spoke last year about the protest, it was mm -hmm. because the native group was protesting in Chiriqui. Right. You went to Boquete recently, Charlotte, and you went to that area. And you see that it's a very nice, nice area. But I'm sure that in the people that you see around, you see a lot of native. Indigenous, yeah. I don't know if in the U.S., I imagine that, yes, you have certain states mm -hmm. where you will see more Native American interacting in the city with people. That is Chiriqui and Veraguas. Okay. And I and yes, I, I believe that there are like, you know, uh, different places in like Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma is like, so I, I know what you mean, yeah. Okay. Well, in this case, this group, Charlotte, these guys doesn't see things the way we see. We see it more civilized. Yes. That we go out with our flag. Okay. We, we raise our voice. We say things against the government. And we expect that a negotiation table fix the problem. Okay. Yes. They don't see it like that. <laughs> they believe that is the opportunity to prove to their community. Okay. Their fear, their, their fear, their mm -hmm. strength. Yes. And if you will understand the things they say, it just make you go back, okay, to yes. 300 years ago. Uh-huh. They will say things like, we don't care if they killed 10, 20 of us. Wow. Our women will have 100 more. Wow. We will, they will never get to kill all of us, but wow. we're ready to die. So during this week, the government make a lot of effort to go to that area and convince the native that there are no plan to open a mining, okay, in the indigenous area. Yes. They want them to be quiet over there because they know that these people, they're not backing up, Okay. They don't care what you come with, they will go over you. So so but, are they are you saying then that their concern is they're gonna try to do this out there? No, yeah, that's that's the main concern of the government. They don't want that those natives get involved because they don't back up. And when they say we stay here until when the decision is being taken, they don't care if that decision take two weeks, three weeks, one month, two months, they will stay okay. black in the road for that amount okay. of time. Got you. Um, but one thing what I could tell you the government didn't expect will happen is what you all have been experiencing this last five days where the entire country are going out to the streets, yes. raising their voice. The last time this happened, Charlotte, and, and my guests that today are sharing with us was in the 80s was when we was fighting against Noriega. This was 1987, wow. 1988, 1989. And for many, many of us, we have a very fresh in our mind when the people was protesting and the government was abusing physically, 
okay, torturing people in the middle of the street mm. to pursue them for going home and not to protest. Before this, the next time the country unite like this was when we was discussing in the 70s, the treaty between President Jimmy Carter and General Torrijos. The U.S. and Panama. It was the last uh, uh, two momentum in our uh, social uh, society life that we have seen people get together like this. The government didn't expect this will happen. See, so this for us is a good news by the same time that is a bad news for them because good news that we all unite knowing that the contract is not benefit mm -hmm. and we can't allow them to do as though they would like to. Mm -hmm. And and you know something, in the years that, that we've been here, um, I knew this was something different when Alfredo went to go out to the grocery store and we couldn't get out of our neighborhood. Never, ever have we seen anything like that. And we always say, thank goodness we don't live downtown. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where the protests usually take place and everything. I mean, we live, we are 15 minutes outside of the city. It is a quiet suburb for the most point part, but they are protesting here too. Right now they're at Price Mart. Alfredo said they got the streets locked up. It's really, really exciting. Yeah, because today they say they will continue uh, protesting like this. Probably in the evening, you will have people walking in the city, as so it have been doing in the last, uh, in the last, the on the last days. Um, it's just that what the president said last night didn't help. Didn't help. Um, um, <laughs> you all are having the same situation in the U.S. that we have. Um, it seems to be that our president is health is not that good. It's a secret. Um, it seems to be that he's sick. Some people say that he may have cancer. Some people say that he have to be traveling out of Panama to take care of his health situation. Some people say that's the reason why he doesn't see the, the president pronouncing or giving more information in the media. Uh, because he's not he's not okay. He's not okay. And what he says last night didn't convince the people, okay, uh, of what tell he was us, expecting. Tell us what he said last night. Basically, um, he, 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 gave, he gave two statements. The first one, uh, six days ago, he said that he will not allow any uh, closing of the roads. That was gasoline. <laughs> okay, that was wow. gasoline. Wow. That that basically is what make more people get out to the street. Wow. Then the second time he came, he says, "Okay, I'm listening to what the people say, and what we will do is eliminate the possibility of any other mining company to operate in Panama, because remember that you have over twenty more petitions." Mm -hmm of they different companies that they want to do mining in the rest of the country. Right. So he said, we will say no to all of them and we will close the gap, okay? No so, more But license. if he says no, if he says no to all of the others, I see some opinions were like, well, then you're just giving these guys, they don't have to compete. You're just saying you got it. 
You're just saying no to these guys, but you're saying yes to the big guy. Exactly. So that make people reaffirm that we're not moving from here until when you say no to everyone. Then yesterday, after waiting for him to talk for more than two hours, mm -hmm. he was late. He say that um, listening to the people, he will convoke a referendum. Now, people, the last time we did a referendum was in 1997 mm -hmm. when we want to vote to see is the country was agree for the expansion of the Panama Canal. At that moment, we vote 81% yes, yes. and 19% no. Mm -hmm. So he said that December 17, mm -hmm. we will have a referendum where the people will be able to vote and to choose, okay, uh, is they want to be part of it or not the people are not happy with that okay. the people believe that he should take that decision earlier the people okay. believe that As because to waiting until december yeah the people believe hey you know what you don't have to wait until december 17 why don't you do that right now this this monday or next week why you gotta wait so long that's the reason why today you see people wake up and they continue protesting because they say that they could do that more faster for something that you already know we don't want. So that's the demand of the people. They want it to be done more faster. Now, so now we have an election coming up, correct? Next year. Okay, when is the election next year? May, next year, May. the first May Sunday. May 2024? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, one more time, yesterday, I think I did mention when it was talk when we was talking about mm -hmm. uh, uh, the, is the foreigners could protest or it will be good to protest or not. Um, our constitution say that while you are in Panama, OK, you should be able to receive the benefit and the assistance of the countries of Panama, mm -hmm. uh, health, education, and absolutely, is something going on in Panama that goes against your integrity, you have the right to express yourself, okay? It's not a disrespect, but you have the right to, exp to express yourself. This is against your integrity, okay? And right now, the, the negative effect of the mining will affect you or any person that is in this country it doesn't matter is this will be for a certain hours mm -hmm. so uh, i understand that some people really do won't like to go out to the street and walk with us which will be very nice that will make us feel the support and the heat of everybody but you have different ways one more time you could protest from home people protest from home people being tolerance with us, people understanding that there is a situation that we all fighting for. And if you are tolerant and if you are patient with us, that's a good way to support us in our demands, which is for the benefit of all. I think that's I think that I think that those are really good points. I think that for me, the thing that foreigners need to be cautious about is that it's a fine line. 
it still is a fine line. And the U.S. Embassy has recommendations on how you need to govern yourself during a time of protest. So I always just say, you know, because it is like uh, I was reading something and it said, you know, you can be a part of a peaceful protest, you know, as a non-citizen. However, comma, we all know a peaceful protest can go from zero to 100 in a second, you know, and then if you are there and you're in a, uh, and you're in a protest and it becomes something negative or something like that, but I'm saying that when the U.S. Embassy says, y'all need to be careful with this, that means that if something happens and you're not a citizen of Panama and the U.S. Embassy has already said, hey, look, y'all go out there and get caught up in some mess, we done told you. So I think that people making sure that they understand their position understand what they have a right to do, understand that when when anyone puts themselves in the middle of a protest, you take a certain risk. Even in the United States, in the United States, there are things that I believe strongly. I think one of the things that I believe most strongly about in my adult life was health was healthcare for all. Even though I had healthcare, you know, I mean it was a big thing for me. I was out there all the time, you know, um with the healthcare um, for all, but I really pull back sometimes because sometimes I have to send a check because I'm not willing to risk being in a big crowd. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, there are all kinds of ways to help and to show your support. And I just think that for us having the information and for you stating what the constitution here says is, is very important. You have the right by constitution law. You have the right to participate of a peaceful protest. Okay, mm -hmm. so anything that involves peaceful, which is mean you standing up on a sidewalk, or even you imagine that you in the street doing some errands and the protest is passing just when you go into your car and you decide to raise your hand and say, go out with you people, you are part of the protest, okay? In a peaceful way, you get into your car, you continue exactly. your way. But exactly. what we don't want is that um, you but think- But I see what you're saying. So we get out there burning tires. Or <laughs> yes. if we get out there burning yes. tires or yeah. you know, physically assaulting the police officers. Yeah. I feel you, yeah. I understand now. Yeah, you don't have to get to that point. Um, even we we know that um, the, the burning of tires and, and the backing of the road, um, you remember when we were talking about how black people in the U.S. have to make these guys feel? Mm -hmm. And, and the, one of the ways how we make them feel in the U.S. is not consuming their products, mm -hmm. you know, not using their establishment. Mm -hmm. Make they feel with money, okay? All right? Make they feel with money. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the only way that we call the attention of the authority. When your workers can't get to the to their job, when you can't open your bank, when your shopping mall doesn't have people to shop, that's when the economy has been hit. And that's when the president red phone start to ring. Mm -hmm. See, because of your bad decisions, we all suffering. So 
Um, I cannot say that I am agree with it, but it's something that I know we have been doing to call the attention of our authorities. Believe me, because even when you walk in, it doesn't matter if you have 50,000 people walking in the street in a peaceful protest. See? They still block in the road. Right, right. Because there are so many people that they can't be in the sidewalk. But that's right. okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay because you're expressing yourself. Um, so um, what we believe could happen from now ahead. Okay. Expect that we will continue to have protests during this week. Expect that you will still have people um, after three or four walking in massive amount of people until eight, nine, 10 o'clock the night. Expect that to happen. Expect during the day, during the day, that you will have um, people blacking certain points, okay? Like how you say, um, um, you wasn't able to move out from your house because the traffic of cars want to access the corridor, which is closed, mm -hmm. was so much that you wasn't able to drive out. It's not saying that you have people in, in, in the door of your community right. blacking the exit. No, it's just that the access, you are so close to the corridor yes. that that corridor is being closed. And it's so many cars that it doesn't allow you to go out. Expect something like that could be happening this week. Um, I would say that if you have the chance, try to do your errands close by to home. See? Close by to home. Mm -hmm. we, we believe that this not supposed to last one month according to what they they would like to it's not supposed to last one month we believe that as we keep on pressuring a little bit more they will definitely the supreme court will definitely pronounce themselves i just make a little research and i think that they say that they will have 10 days mm -hmm. to pronounce themselves we have going through maybe five out of those 10 days. Okay. So I think we just need to push a little bit more for them to give a pronunciation what that will satisfy the people and make us wait until December 17, if they still keep with this date or before, uh, so we could massively vote and just tell everybody around the world, Panama don't want mining in our country mm -hmm. simple and you definitely don't want nobody trying to claim all that airspace i mean i wasn't uh, airspace and water and land i mean that's crazy i wasn't i wasn't aware of that and the the <laughs> see the devil is in the details yeah the devil is always in the details and i'm so glad that you could come on with us today um to and talk to us because i'm sure that you have given us a a, a lesson in history that we were unaware of. And it's like, like I said, there's a lot of things and I, I always try to bring you into the conversation because I can't say, you know, but I, if I can get you into the conversation to give us the information, um, I think that we'll better understand what is happening at this point. And, um, you know, uh, I, and, and, and also I want to say that, you know, for you to, be a, a Panamanian who is unable to carry out your work. 
You know what I'm saying? Your work has come to a complete TO. For those of you that don't know, you know, TO is is our tour professional. You know, for all of our Black expats in Panama cultural relocation tours. So if you see the kind of knowledge that we're working with, and you haven't been on our tour yet, <laughs> you definitely want to come on a tour because TO is special. But for him not to be mad at the protesters because it's a it's a unified thing. So sometimes we gotta cry. Sometimes we all have to hurt a little bit in order to protect ourselves from um more egregious history, you know, or, or future down the line. So, you know, that's unity. That's unity. That's unity. It's easy to uh, go out when you ain't got nothing to lose. Yes, it's true. But it's true. when you have something to lose, that's commitment. Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I um, I'm very happy to be part of this initiative that you have, this initiative of helping black people to find their way out uh, out of the US, because uh, it's not just about bringing people to do a tour. For you, it's, it's something more. And taking your time to explain people how life is and having, having me the opportunity to explain to you how life is in Panama in details is, is one of the most valuable things for me to be in part of Black Expat Panama. Um, it's not just talking to you about the beautiful places and the good numbers and all of this, but explaining to you because we do have situations where you could participate we do have situation where you could cooperate. I mean, you never know. You may have we may have people in our groups that know a lot about mining, and they could explain to us all of the uh, effects that yes. mining could have in a place like Central America, where it's not a desert, where it's jungle, where it's forest, where it's life. You know, and all of those knowledge. Okay, when you decide to move in Panama, is something that we could use as a lot. Yeah. I mean, you you will you will surprise to see, um, and it's something that we have been talking to get more involved with different groups and organizations for this 2024, where we could start to use our professionals because we got mm -hmm. professionals moving into Panama right. with knowledge about a lot of things, mm -hmm. and we we have to start to um, to see what those knowledge is about so we could start to use that knowledge in our society through universities and organizations. We're open for all of that. Yeah. And, and I really, really appreciate, thank you so much, girl. <laughs> you're really, really making all of us participate. You're doing more than just showing people Panama. You're explaining people how Panama really is. This is a real, real destination for people who decided to spend more time. Imagine, we are not fighting for any stupidness. Mm -hmm. We are fighting exactly. for our future. Exactly. See? And there's a God lot of young people getting involved in the protest as well. Absolutely. Imagine, we are not fighting to integrate anybody. God bless. Mm -hmm. We are not fighting because the abuse of somebody. No, 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 no. We are fighting for people that our future generation, our younger ones, could have a country to enjoy. Yes. See? And I tell you this for the end. If you will see the map of petitions of mining 
the points, the different places where they have already, okay, a petition for mining. Wow, you will say, wow. no way, this cannot be. Wow. I mean, right where I live, Charlotte, right where wow. I live, less than four kilometers away from where I live, wow. they have a huge petition to, to explode this, this huge hill that I have very close to my house. In Cologne, our beautiful Cologne, the upper coast, yes, girl, yes, wow. our upper coast, that so beautiful all of Cologne. These, so all of these other um, petitioners, they've already um, sought out spots to do it. Not yet. There are there are being hold up. There are being retained. Right, yeah. but in, they had their the eyes already on. Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah, yeah. They already go to the place and they test it and they know how wow. much gold they have and they just they just waiting for the government to say yes. This is huge. This no, is yes. huge. this is so huge. And let me tell you more of the future of Panama, the province of Darien. This is the province where you have more Afro-colonial Blacks, okay? Yes. Afro-colonial, remember, is the Black people that came with the Spanish, okay? Mm -hmm. Afro-Antillian is the ones that you see more in Cologne, the English-speaking Black people. Right. Well, this province, Darien, where you have more Afro-colonial, mm -hmm. um, it seems to be that she have oil. Yes, and oil is a mineral. Mm -hmm. And yes, that means that they could explode that in to take yes. out oil. Wow. Oil. Wow. So imagine our people that live in this jungle with native. Yeah. Yeah. They could just go and kick them out and say, well, we need the land. Get out, please. Now is our time. That's how important it is for us as a black group to yeah. support this, okay? Wow. This initiative to eliminate mining because believe me, it's not discriminated for them, mm -hmm. for them. They don't care who is there. They will take over the land. Is the land have any economical significance money. for them? Money, money, yeah. money is money is it. I mean, money is more important than people. Um, yeah. Tio, thank you. I don't really have any questions that I see. I just see a lot of people are so happy that we did this today um, and that they understand it so much better. It's good for the world to know. Um, this was really, really awesome. Lorna, thank you so much for all of your um, input. And some of these people, they're here already. So it means so much to us, T.O., to be able to be knowledgeable and to know that we're listening to a source that we can um, count on. And so we're going to go ahead and, and close. Um, I'm going to say before we close that um, we have a great year in store for, um, for, for people that want to come and see Panama. Black Expats in Panama Cultural Relocation Tour is amazing. It is the tour that is for you, by you. And you need to come with us. For February, we are wanting to kick the year off strong. And so for the month of February, if you book your trip for the February 1st through 5th, we take $100 off the last payment. 
because we want to start 2024 strong. I want to thank um, Tio for just being with us from um, the beginning. Um, Tio, you have taught me so much about Panama. And I think that when people come and they come on the tour and we are, we have the blessing of being able to connect with you and to be able to know the full history of Panama. I mean, it's like, it's not just that, you know, the, I mean, you have really showed your tale today. I'm like, Tio know all this baby. Okay. And it's not just that, you know, the Afro Panamanian, you know, culture, which, you know, that's why we're together because that's what I needed for my tours. It was you that I needed for my tours, but you know, the overall history and not only that Tio, it's not just like you read a history book and you tell, I mean, I've been on tours where people, where these guides don't want you to ask them any questions because it takes more than just going to school. And I'll, I'll, I'll add that Tio is highly educated in this, in this arena, but we can ask you anything because not only are you, uh, a, you know, a scholar, a historian, and just the the voice of the uh, Afro-Panamanian culture here, you keep up. So you can tell us when things are happening currently, you know, and I appreciate that. I, I really do. So I'm going to give you the last word, brother, and then, um, you know, we're going to we're going to go and I will let this play again, guys, for those that missed it. But thank you for everybody that came on. We have like <laughs> almost 40 folks at the last minute. So that's awesome. Thank you. No, 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 no. Uh, you thank, take you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's always nice to share with our people to share with you. OK, um, thank you so much for doing this. Um, thank you so much for keep updating our people, the people that's already here and the ones that thinking to come. Um, uh, have 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 very clear that yes, we are a, a team that's here to work for you all, and always be beside of you all, explaining to you everything. And in the matter of the protest, sorry for inconvenience, um, but you could be part of all of this. Okay, being just a little tolerance with us. Supporting us from your from your point, shielding out for us, uh, we will get to a happy ending. It's not easy. It's not easy, as old Charlotte saying, as a tour guide, I can't work. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I don't have people to work, and I can't just take out people with this. It's hard for us, but we know that is necessary. Mm -hmm. So, thank you so much for your patience, Charlotte. Thank you so much for considering us. Okay, and anything you need, here we are. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys, um, you can put any, any questions that you have in the chat and we will get back to them. But for now, I just want to say thank you so much for being on. Thank you to Tio. And y'all have a blessed and marvelous day. Listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's why I am here with Tio right now, making sure that y'all have all the right information. Power to the people. And there you have it. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, guys. If you had any questions or didn't understand what was happening here in Panama, I'm telling you, I've learned so much um, talking to um, Tio. Um, I'm sure that that has been able to help you um, to be able to make an informed, you know, to be informed about um, what's happening. So 
there you have it. Please let us know if you have any questions. I'll, I'll have Tio come back if he needs to um, to update us again. But hopefully, Panama will be able to move through this quickly and get some desired results. I've seen comments about people who are living in Jamaica who have experienced the same thing that is would be on the brink of happening here. And it's just great that people are talking about it and that people are becoming aware of it because when you don't know, you don't know. So anyway, I got to get out of here because there's another show coming on after me. I got to get myself together, baby. I got to get myself together and stop running my mouth <laughs> so long, okay? So first of all, before I forget, I think I'm going to leave y'all with Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. I just think that it's an appropriate song for this discussion and just the times, baby, that we are living in. Lord of mercy, is so much going on. Pray, guys, pray. Pray and just try to be good people. You know what I'm saying? It's like always something that you can do. And if you can't think of nothing to do to um, help whatever the situations are that are going on around you, just focus on being a good person. There's always some good that's going to come out of that for you and for other people. Okay, so have the right heart about things. Um, and don't forget, we are kicking off our 2024 um, uh Beep relocation tour uh, season strong in February. Our first tour in February is February 1st through the 5th. We do have one more that is just about sold out for December, but I think we have about two more spots if you want to, you know, get on our December 1st through 5th tour at the last minute. But if you purchase the February 2024 tour, then um, we're going to give you a $100 discount off the first kickoff tour for 2024. So, hey, go ahead and book your tour, and that amount will come off your last um, payment. So an executive decision has been made. I say that's what's going to happen, okay? So anyway, I got to get out of here, but... I want to thank my main man, Daryl Spears of E-Conversation Podcast Media for always doing his thing, okay? I want to thank, as always, um, Devin and Riley, for Devin Austin and Riley Jackson for just, you know, being the, the, the masterminds, a big part of the mastermind behind BlackSitRadio.com, giving us an opportunity to put our voices in the world forever. Do you understand the words? That is coming out of my mouth. So anyway, I'm going to get on out of here. But before I do, you know, I love you. I love you. I love you. And there's just nothing you can do about it. I think y'all know that by now. So this is your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Little Low Glasgow, New Jersey, right here on BlackCityRadio.com, baby. Wishing you peace, love, and blessings. Have a great week, y'all. Talk to you soon. Follow us everywhere. You know.